You've got it locked to Tech Takes with your host, KMC. Welcome everyone to Tech Takes, episode two. On Tech Takes, we talk about technology, past, present, and future. In episode two, we're going to have pretty much the same format as we did in episode one. The first segment, we're going to do the big news, the big rumors of the day in technology. And then segment two will be Game Changer. We talk about how technology has changed us, the, the processes we, we go about each and every day has changed over time. And we'll talk about it on Game Changer. And then finally, the Tech Takes Top 10. It's a tongue twister, I know, but we'll be going over a top 10 list at the back end of the episode. So yeah, stick around, Tech Takes. Let's go. Welcome back to Tech Takes. And the big news of the day, the big rumors, is coming out of Microsoft this week. Microsoft is rumored to be heading into the marketplace with the Apple AirPod and developing their own set of earbuds, wireless earbuds. This is kind of a weird move by Microsoft because they're not really known for audio equipment, audio hardware. They're more known for Xbox, Windows 10, and the Microsoft Surface, and Office 365, all their Microsoft Word and Excel and, and uh, all those programs that they, comes with the Office suite. Those are very highly rated, well, world-renowned products, but they don't really have any audio products that I know of. So this is kind of a weird move, in my opinion, but it kind of makes sense because the Apple AirPods basically have 100% of the marketplace. They're dominating the field, and it makes sense because Apple did purchase Beats by Dre, so the consumers trust Apple with audio. They don't trust Microsoft, so it's going to be a tough grind. There's going to be a heavy marketing machine behind this if they want it to succeed, even if they come in at a, a cheaper price than the 160, I believe it is, American for AirPods. Even if they come in at 99.99, it's going to be a tough sell. And we're also hearing that companies, other tech companies like Amazon, 
Google, and Samsung, they're also trying to go after the, the market share of Apple with the AirPods, with the wireless headphones, and uh, try to introduce products. We'll see how it goes, but I don't know. It's just kind of a sketchy move by, by Microsoft, kind of trying to get in there, but I understand it, but they just don't have that trust. I would rate Amazon would have a better chance at the market because we know their products are pretty good and cheap. So if they introduce wireless headphones with within the Amazon infrastructure, it would make sense. People would buy them, I think. I I don't own any Apple AirPods, but I hear they're they're excellent. I definitely would if I was in the market for wireless earbuds. But I just worry that they're going to fall out of my ear all the time. So I, I or I'm going to lose them. So I haven't really invested in AirPods yet. So we'll see. We'll see if this changes my mind. If I start seeing other products, other like a Microsoft version, a, a Google version, a Samsung version, and an Amazon version of these AirPods, maybe the, then I, I might invest in AirPods. I probably won't even look at the others because I trust Apple and I know many people, other, other people, trust the sound quality from Apple. It's been good for years and they seem to care about it. So yeah, I don't see the Apple AirPods losing its luster just because a cheaper uh, knockoff comes into play in the marketplace. We're looking at $15 billion in sales. The Apple AirPods will receive, are estimated to get in 2019. So it makes sense that all these companies are trying to get a piece of that 15 billion and trying to take some away from Apple. And it makes perfect sense to me, but it's it I think the money you're going to invest in research and development could be a waste because I I just feel like Apple's pretty dominant in this market. It's a big risk, but I guess they have the money to burn to create this product, market it, maybe pair it with other products like the the Microsoft Surface or the Xbox, maybe a communicator with the Xbox. Who knows what they're thinking here at Microsoft? But uh, yeah, they just, I don't know. It's It's a weird move for me. I wouldn't do it, but they're greedy. They want a piece of that 15 billion they want it really bad, so, and they don't want to see Apple dominate a marketplace. But we have seen Apple, they try to get into things. It's like they have to be first, Apple. We've seen with the Siri um, HomePod, hasn't really taken off because they were first. They were like third in this race of the, the home assistant. We see Amazon with Alexa and, and Google with the uh, home, Google Home, those two are doing really well, but Apple's not doing well with theirs. So, and uh, Microsoft, I don't think they even have one yet. I know they have Cortana in their in their laptops, but I don't think they have a HomePod yet. So, Apple, they were smart. They got in first, and they are going to dominate 
this year in 2019 with the wireless headphones. But we'll we'll keep an eye out on these other companies. Let's see what they bring out. Is it going to be better? I don't know. We just got to wait and see on that. And that's it for the big news of the day. Have you ever borrowed a book from thousands of miles away? Across the country. Without stopping for directions. Or sent someone a fax. From the beach. You will. And the company that'll bring it to you, AT&T. Welcome back to Tech Takes. This segment is the Game Changer segment. In Game Changer segments, we talk about how technology has changed us, how it was in the past, to how it is now, to how it might be in the future. And this week, we're going to talk about television and how it has changed over the years. It seems like at a rapid pace. But when I was a child, I remember having... Uh, a TV that was basically furniture. It was it was wooden. It had the big tube in it, and we had to get up off our seat and and change the channel with a dial. And there was only 13 channels. And then over the course of the years, over the over time, it, the TV has evolved so dramatically. It, it, it is unbelievable what has happened. With the TV, it's now so light. It was so thick and heavy. Took two people to lift it. Now, one person can lift a 40-inch television. It's it's pretty remarkable. But also the picture quality as well. I, black and white television was a, before my time, but uh, color television has the the high definition. In television, it is remarkable. We went from standard definition to high definition really quickly. And I remember the first time I saw HD TV, I thought, "Wow, it's like I'm looking through a window." It, it's so clear. Now I'm used to it. Now 4K is is the thing, and it, it that is an also a, a remarkable upgrade from 1080p. So we went from standard definition to ten uh, to 720p, and then we went to 1080p, and now we're at 2160p. And the next generation is crazy, 8K. And you would think, okay, that's just double. That's just double of 4K. No, no, it's quadruple. It the resolution on 8k it is unbelievable like it's just wow the the clarity we can receive on these on these movies now i i can't see it coming to television we're still stuck on 720p 1080i 1080p on television and we're just seeing a few 4k broadcasts uh with sports 
and um, I just I cannot see 8k in the near future there's no point to spend five grand on an 8k TV today when there's hardly any 8k content right now so it's gonna be probably four or five years before 8k the price comes down and there's more content available but for early adopters out there I know you're going out there and you're grabbing that 10 grand television that's 8k it's just remarkable that that 8k is actually four 4k TVs the, the resolution size it, it's just wow do we really need that I don't know but yeah the TV has evolved so much it is crazy and the content technology has changed the content so much because back when I was growing up everybody was watching pretty much the same thing everybody was watching the same shows because we only had NBC CBS ABC those were the big three yeah Fox was coming up but it wasn't really a big deal but now I can't even name all the networks that are producing original content. There's just so many of them. And then we have these streaming services. The streaming services have definitely changed the game with television. You don't have to rush and watch a show anymore. You can take your time. I know people that wait until the series is complete and then they'll binge watch it because they can do that now. We could not do that back in the 80s and 90s. There's no possible way. It would be really difficult to do and expensive because you had to buy the, the DVDs or the CDs uh, of these shows. But now it's all on the cloud. It's all streaming. And, and TV has changed so much. Is it better, though? I'm not sure about that. Is I think technology has definitely watered down the product on TV because we're seeing so much content out there now. There's no quality. It's all just, let's just put it out there and maybe people will watch it. If they don't, we'll just remove it from the cloud. There's no commercials. So we're, we don't have to sell ad space. We just have to sell our subscription and we got their money. So let's give them stuff to watch. That's basically the model. Is it sustainable? I don't know. I, I, I'm not sure because we're seeing with Game of Thrones, it's a week to week show on, on HBO and people are talking about it like crazy. Like it's a, there's massive social media buzz on Game of Thrones and it's, it's week to week. So we're going to have, Six weeks of social media buzz. There's no other show like that. And I don't know if there ever, ever will be again. Because Netflix, Amazon Prime, Hulu, they released their whole season in one shot. And um, so there's not really much buzz about any of these shows. Also, the quality isn't that great either. It's just a show. Like, there's no, there's no uh, buzz no hype anymore. Game of Thrones full of hype. Full of uh, media attention, lots of interviews, and even they're talking about it on the news. That's how big this show is. I don't I don't think we're gonna see that again. 
We're never going to see, like, in, in 1983, the MASH finale was the is the most, still to this day, the most watched television program of all time. One Over 100 million people sat down in front of their TV at the same time to watch a TV show, a scripted show. That's never going to happen again. Yeah, Super Bowl, sure, and uh, other maybe award shows or other sporting events. Yes, people will definitely be watching at the same time because you can't stream it. It's live as it happens. But a scripted show that was filmed months in advance, we're not, we are not going to see that again. It, that, that era is over, and uh, it's done. Like We're not going to see 100 million people watch a show again at the same time. Yeah, maybe over the course of the, the run, yeah, maybe, maybe, but not at the same time live as it happens. It's not going to happen. So I don't know. Is that good? I don't know. I, I don't think it is. I think events are big, and it's a huge draw. And I think we're, we're definitely going to miss that moving forward with these streaming services. As my phone gives off a notification. So we are just going to flip that off. Anyways, yeah, I, I just can't binge watch either. Uh, that, that's just not part of what I can do. I, I sit down and watch a show, uh, the same show for four or five hours a day. I can't do that. A lot of people can. That is what Netflix is banking on and, and Amazon Prime and others. But for me, I can't do it. I, I, I love that Game of Thrones is week to week. Breaking Bad was another one of my favorites. And, and the show 24, that was another uh, favorite of mine. I, I kind of miss that show. Just the action. and Yeah, it was ridiculous at points, but um, it was week to week, and I I enjoyed it a lot. We still got Westworld, and there's some future shows coming out. Uh, a Watchmen uh, TV series is coming soon, so there's hope for the future. A Game of Thrones prequel series is coming, so th there's definitely hope that the the hype, the buzz for the week to week episode, it's still around, but. I don't know. I, I have a feeling my prediction for the future is all the major networks are going to have streaming services, NBC, CBS. Well, they kind of already do. CBS has um, all access, ABC, Disney Plus, and uh, NBC Universal, I, I think, is on its way. So never mind. I, I think... I think we're already there. That's not a prediction at all, actually. Uh, what am I thinking? <laughs> but, yeah, the the future of TV, I, I'm kind of concerned. I, I really want more quality on TV, but if you're a content provider or creator, you're loving this. This is the, definitely the golden era of television for you because – before they would probably pass on half the stuff that are being that are being presented now it's like green light green light green green light for you green light for you green light for you it's like the oprah winfrey show for television it's kind of crazy but we'll see if it's sustainable i'm not quite sure but i think we're going to be like this for years to come
Have you ever watched the movie you wanted to? The minute you wanted to? Learn special things. That's all taken from jazz. Now any questions? From faraway places. Oakland? So where did jazz come from? Good question. Or tucked your baby in. From a phone booth. You will. And the company that'll bring it to you, AT&T. Welcome back to Tech Takes. And I've been playing these 1993 AT&T ads in this episode because a lot of their predictions were, were pretty bang on. They basically predicted GPS navigation for cars. They predicted Skype. They predicted on-demand television. Um... Yeah, it's uh, pretty crazy that they knew all these things way back in 1993. And a lot of these things didn't come to pass until, come to fruition until the early 2000s. So they were pretty much, they knew what was going on 10 years before it happened. That's pretty impressive by AT&T. Yes, not many of these products are um, AT&T products. Because they would have a monopoly on all technology if they were if they produced all these things, but um, yeah, they they definitely knew what was going on with these ads. It's pretty crazy. Maybe they were time travelers. I don't know. Maybe they were time. <laughs> <travelers>. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so it's time for the Tech Takes Top Ten. It's a tongue twister. This week is sort of the not-so-top 10. These are the 10 worst tech predictions of all time. So let's go. Number 10. Number 10 is Steve Ballmer, uh, now owner of the, the L.A. Clippers, but he was a big part of Microsoft. And back in, in 2007, he said, there's no chance that the iPhone is going to get any significant market share. Yikes. Yeah, no, uh, Balmer, you are dead wrong on that one. iPhone is definitely a top, top phone. Maybe number one. I'm not quite sure. It's definitely one or, num- or number two. I feel like half the people in the world have iPhones. So, yeah, Steve Ballmer, dead wrong on that one. Number nine. Number nine is uh, Ken Olson uh, of Digital Equipment Corp. Back in 1977, he said, there's no reason anyone would want a computer in their home. Oh, yeah, that's wrong. Um, Yeah, the computer, not so big as it once was, Back in the 90s, when the internet was first booming, everybody had a laptop. Everybody had a personal computer. But now, with our smartphones and tablets, there's not a big need for the big, big box in your home anymore. So, not the PC is not really as big as it used to be. But it's still there. Like, people still game on it and still use it to do stuff on it. But... Um, yeah, definitely wrong on that one. 
Mr. Olson. Number eight. Number eight is Eddie Rickenbacker, a pilot. He said within the next two decades, autos will have will be made with folding wings. He said that in 1924. And uh, no, the, the flying car thing is always a prediction by people. I just can't see it myself. I just, I just would be so weird to see pe- looking up and see people flying around in these mini planes. It'd be so weird to be like Star Wars and, and Coruscant. If you are a fan of Star Wars, you know of the planet Coruscant. Like it's just constant people flying around in in mini cars. Uh, yeah, no, I, I just can't see that happening. I it just it's it just I think it would be a disaster. People colliding in midair, killing people on the ground. It, it's no. I'll be shocked if I'm alive and people are doing that. Number seven. And number seven is uh, Thornstein Hines from Blackberry back in 2013. He said, in five years, I don't think there'll be a reason to have a tablet anymore. Um, yeah, no, uh, yeah, iPads and tablets are still very much around today. They're almost replacing the PC for, for lots of people, like I just mentioned. So that is definitely wrong. No wonder BlackBerry is struggling right now. They don't really have many visionaries in, in their, their upper levels. So, you don't really hear about anyone having a BlackBerry. It's still around, and st- people still love that on uh, the the actual keyboard is on their phone. They kind of can't get rid of that. Some people, but uh, definitely that's old tech. But uh, yeah, tablets they're they're here to stay. They're I, they're gonna be a big part of the future, in my opinion. Number six. Number six is Steve Jobs back in 2003. He said the the subscription model of buying music is bankrupt. That is definitely dead wrong. Oops. Sorry. Rest in peace, Steve Jobs. Um, (laughs) Whoops. Yeah, but um, the, the subscription model is not bankrupt at all. Spotify, Apple Music, Tidal, and others, Pandora. I don't know anyone who uses Pandora. But anyways, it's still around. And uh, yeah, they're, 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 it's basically the only way to listen to music. Uh, and it's making money. Not many, not making money for the artists, but uh, the, these companies are definitely thriving. There's definitely a war between Apple Music and Spotify going on. We might cover that on a future episode of Tech Takes. But yeah, I don't see this uh, subscription model ending anytime soon. Record stores are closing left, right, and center. And uh, nobody owns music anymore. We just stream it. I haven't bought any music in in years, but I do have a Spotify um, premium membership. So definitely Steve Jobs was wrong on that one. 
hundred percent. Number five. Number five is Time Magazine. Way back in 1966, they said remote shopping, while entirely feasible, sorry, let me start that again. Remote shopping, while entirely feasible, will flop. And that is not correct. Uh, Amazon is is probably the number one retailer in the world. And uh, it's making billions, if almost trillion dollars coming out of Amazon and other um, uh, e-commerce is huge, massive. It's putting companies out of business left, right and center. Retail brick and mortar stores are closing your mom pop retail store, they can't compete with that. They're closing. So it's definitely the future. The present and the future is shopping online. I guess they thought that Time Magazine thought, well, people want to actually go to a store, try things on, and uh, look at it and see if they want to if they want to buy it. They want to be have the ability to change their mind and return it, but. It's not really a problem at all. Um, I, I, I can't see people buying furniture online, like a mattress. People do do it, but I wouldn't. I wouldn't buy. I need to sit in it, lie in it, before I buy something like that or a car. I need to test drive it. I need to see how comfortable it is and stuff like that. I couldn't just you know point and click to buy a car. That's not happening. But to buy electronics or something I've already researched, I don't need to go to the store to, to see it first. I can just buy it online. So, and clothing too. I, if I, I know my size, I can just buy it online. Shoe sizes and stuff like that. No problem at all. But I guess that's what they were thinking back in 1966, that people need that hands-on feel. But in 2019, eh, no, not really. Just on certain big purchases um, and, um, like, furniture, like we need to actually see it in person first. So that was number five. Number four. Number four is IDC Gartner. I'm not sure what that is. But they say they said in 2015 that the Windows phone will be the number two smartphone by 2015. And whoa, yeah, no, that is definitely 100% wrong. Um, I don't. I think they've discontinued the Windows phones. You don't see anybody with them. They were kind of nice looking back then, but uh, yeah, they haven't really updated their hardware in a while that I know of. So, yeah, that one, definitely wrong. Windows phones, not popular at all. They're probably discontinued. I might have to do research on that, see if they still exist. But I'm guessing they don't. Number three. Number three is a guy named Robert Metcalf back in 1995 predicted that the Internet will collapse uh, catastrophically collapse in 1996. It did not happen. The internet is alive and well, and we just can't imagine life without it. Life would be so different without the internet. Now, if your internet goes down for a few minutes, it's like my life is over. 
people can't survive without it anymore. It's kind of funny in a way, but it's true. Uh, I think society would melt down pretty quickly, <laughs> would revert back to its old ways really quickly if, if the internet collapsed and would never be repaired. I guess what he was thinking was the internet's growing too quickly and um, the, the need for data stored space was high and expensive but they they figured that out they everyone's on top of it and and storage space cloud space it it seems unlimited at this time so i i it, no the internet is alive and well it's not going anywhere number 2 Number two is uh, Eric Cador, senior VP of Hewitt Packard HP. Back in 2010, he said, "We're going to become better than the number than we're going to become better than number one in tablets." HP Hewitt Packard, no, definitely not. iPads and, and Galaxy tabs and 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 Google Chrome, no. HP went out of business with tablets. They discontinued their product. I, I can't remember when, but probably like a 2011, 2012, they, they totally stopped making tablets. I remember it, it uh, once they dis discontinued, their tablets were like down to like 50 bucks each and people were flocking to them and, and grabbing them up like crazy. But they're pretty much garbage now. It's old tech and pretty worthless, so... Yeah, no, that, that was a bold prediction by Eric Cador, but he was very wrong on that one. And finally, number one. Number one is Marty Cooper, an inventor in 1981. He predicted that cell phones would absolutely not replace local wire systems. And uh, yeah, we know that is very, very, very wrong. There's people that don't have a landline. It is 100% replaced wired systems. I would say more than half the population, adult population, has a cell phone. I, I don't know. I'm just guessing. Definitely in North America, I feel like every adult I know has a cell phone. There, there's not many people who go dark and are, are don't have any communication whatsoever. So yes, that is definitely number one. Cell phones are here to stay. They're not going anywhere. It, it is a major part of our lives. It's, it's uh, crazy how that, how quickly it became, I guess what he was thinking was it, it's just too expensive. And it is, it is kind of expensive. I have a, a really big problem with how much it costs monthly for my for my cell phone bill. Uh, I might get into it in a future episode of Tech Takes because I they definitely grinds my gears. In Canada, we are getting overcharged for our cell phone bill. So it yes, it is expensive, but it is basically a necessity at this point. We need to have this in our hands at all times. It's it's pretty sad how much we use it actually on average how much productivity has it lost the cell phone but it's it's definitely more pros than cons 100% more pros than cons with having a cell phone versus not so yes uh, this list the not so top 10 
And um, yeah, it, interesting takes by these people, these supposedly smart people. But um, yeah, it, uh, oof, some really bad takes on here. So there you have it. The tech takes top 10 this week. The not so top 10, the 10 worst tech predictions of all time. I believe I can. You lose. Team sure did suck last night. They just plain sucked. I've seen teams suck before, but they were the suckiest bunch of sucks that ever sucked. white clear as crystal you get nothing you lose good day sir you suck that is why you fail Welcome back to Tech Takes. And that's it for this week on Tech Takes, episode two. Keep it locked to KMC. Geek City is on its way. We're going to record it later today. And it will be on Geek City, the podcast, today. And we'll have episode 27 on the KMC show later this week. On episode 27, we're going to definitely be talking about Star Wars Celebration, Game of Thrones, a lot of the the episode 9 trailer, we're definitely going to be talking about that, and uh, season 8, episode 1 of Game of Thrones, those are the major topics for this week, and some might be some other news as well, haven't really decided, but um, yeah, it, uh, it's always a fun conversation with Mega Mister Forty Six, and I uh, really enjoy Geek City. Hope you guys enjoy it as well. And yeah, that is about it for ge- our tech takes. I'm gonna say Geek City. I'm already thinking about Geek City, so it's on the mind. But uh, this is it for Tech Takes Episode Two. If you have any comments, leave them on. The KMC Show, you can call into the KMC Show on Anchor, and then you can also message me on Instagram, the KMC on Instagram, and at KMC Show on Twitter. Rest in peace, Jam Master J. This is Run DMC, Peter Piper, on the Wheels of Steel. <laughs> Backpack Studio is the Wheels of Steel. Anyways, hope you guys have a good one. I hope you enjoyed the show, and we'll see you next time on Tech Takes.